Tonight, a special presentation of the ABC Sunday Night Movie. From the creators of the Star Wars saga, a world premiere presentation. A bold adventure of courage and daring. Where heroes become legends, and the only thing you can be sure of is magic. Lucasfilm's sexy little light, the Ewok Adventure. Brought to you by Huggies, the diapers that help stop leaking, and Nestle. When it comes to quality food products, Nestle makes the very best. And by McDonald's. It's a good time for the great taste of McDonald's. Okay. Yeah. So, what, ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard was the actual Saturday night preview for this film. Done by ABC, but it's a Fox movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, I, nothing makes any sense here. But uh, what we do have is some taglines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Those Even, make sense, right? Yeah. No. No. Yeah, no. Uh, those cuddly, courageous Ewoks from Return of the Jedi are back in their own adventure. Just say, this time, the Ewoks have their own adventure. Right. <laughs> we just, know who they are. The tagline is name-dropping. Yeah. <laughs> from the creator of George Lucas, you know the The creator of made... George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> just kidding. Just I don't go... believe in him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jonathan. Do you, mom. Do, you, do, you be- <laughs> do you believe in the force? Because this movie doesn't. I believe that I've had some force in my life. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's been in front of me. Sometimes it's been behind me. Yeah. Sometimes you take, sometimes you give. Oh, the force. That's not how the force works. That's how it works in the gay community. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> You'll live the adventure. You'll love its heroes. Wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't say like love the heroes. I wouldn't like, say they are heroes. Yeah, <laughs> they do things. You'll love these fools. <laughs> <laughs> With a budget of three million dollars, uh, no reported gross to be found because it was an ABC film. But I guess you could find it online for its DVD sales or VHS yeah. sales back in the day. But it also has one hang-gliding Ewok, two Ewok brother brawls, one tree monster disguised as a cute fuzzy animal, one stop-motion giant boar wolf thing, uh, one mystic video dreidel, one two-way mirror magic pond, one bunch of Tinkerbell rip-off fairies, one giant spider web clearly made of rope, Three store-bought puppet spiders and one giant Bigfoot monster with two deaths, including the death of an Ewok, with a 5.5 on IMDb and a 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 1984's Caravan of Courage, an Ewok adventure. Let's drop some bombs. Dick. This is Sky Captain. I'm on my way. Okay. 
have made your mother very proud. Welcome to Bounce Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... The reason you shouldn't stick your arm in tree holes. <laughs> Jarrett, Cypher. Yes! Oh, God. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> happy May the 4th. Yes. And it's going to be with you <laughs> forever <laughs> and ever and ever. Today on the show, we're talking about Caravan of Courage, the Ewok adventure, uh, the made-for-television movie that surprisingly had a sequel that's um, either a follow-up to Return of the Jedi or a prequel to Return of the Jedi. We're not quite sure. Uh, I like kind of was watching this. I've seen each Star Wars once. And <laughs> each Star War, yeah, each one is a different war. Yeah, that's that's how Star Wars works. Well, um, <laughs> well when when there's a different like war per se in the Star like the Return Wars. of the, the Sith War or the Clone War, <laughs> the Return of the Sith War. Yeah, the, each film is a different war. They're like, don't call it that. We're supposed to be in hiding. <laughs> God, we're not <sighs> raising hope. War. That's one, isn't it? <laughs> Is that the TV show? Striking back. Striking the striking back war. The my name is Earl War. (laughs) (laughs) No. See, see, in in the wars, as you as you call it, um, (laughs) each individual battle is known as a battle. Like the I know I'm playing dumb. I know, Uh I know, (laughs) but I'm like. It, like, would kill you if you didn't actually correct me. Like, what if you actually thought that they were each wars? No. (laughs) Each, yeah, each movie. That's how Leia got to be a general so fast. She fought in, like, three wars before that movie. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, which movie? The movie where she was a general. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Force Awakens? Yeah, sure. Yeah, the the War of the Awakening? Yeah. (laughs) The Force Awakens Wars. The Wars Force Awakens. (laughs) War Horse. That's another thing that exists. I'm just gonna tangent from everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I didn't know where this movie fell at all in my limited Star Wars knowledge. Surprisingly, did not help me. But uh, my, I'm gonna put it out there. My Star Wars knowledge is like on a nine of ten. Okay. Oh, loser. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but m- mine is limited. Like the things where I'm limited is novels and comics. Like I don't read. Well, it's hard to read when you don't know how to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just makes it that much more difficult. What's a (laughs) Ewok? What is Inando? (laughs) It's a Spanish word. I don't know. It says it's a moon of Endenar. Hey, you guys guys see that movie, Return of the Jetty? (laughs) (laughs) Man, I love jetties. I can't wait to be a jetty when I grow up. Uh, For those of you that don't know, that's actually how Jonathan talks. That is, I mean, if you haven't been listening by now, you'll know that he things get know wrong. Words. Things get wrong all the time, and it usually has to do with the vowels. <laughs> radiator. Yep, radiator. Nothing's radiator. Uh, so, yeah, no, I can't even tell you with my massive Star Wars knowledge where this really falls yeah. into place. Well, let's jump into it. 
absolutely figure it out as so we talk we'll, it out. Yeah, we'll go we'll go through it because um, there's certain things that point to specific things that say, oh, it's before. Yeah. But then there's other things that be like, wrong, it's after, and here we go. So um, we yeah. we open up with um, Sam the Snowman from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer narrating the entire thing. Oh, that's who that is? <laughs> yeah, it's Burl Ives. This, I will say, this is a really creative documentary. Yeah, yeah. this is a it's, National Geo it's, on it's Ewoks. It's really fun. I was like, oh, cool. Uh, spending my Saturday night doing that. Right. <laughs> yeah. The Ewoks. Which I actually did spend my Saturday night watching a documentary, but not this one. Oh, okay. Wild Wild Country on Netflix. If you like cults, it's amazing. It just anyway, sounds like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wild Wild Country, the story of no, Indoor. It's about um, a cult from India that moves to America and tries to take over the state of Oregon. Oh. Re- and it's all like all actual footage of. Didn't the they cult. watch Red Dawn? This was in 1981. <laughs> Oh, it wasn't out yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wasn't Red Dawn one of the pilots? Hmm? In pilots? Star Wars? Red <laughs> This is Red Dawn calling Red Two. That's a joke that I definitely just realized I stole from the Family Guy Star Wars. Red Dawn. Where he's like, Simply Red standing by. <laughs> Red Big Fox. Red standing by. Yeah. Red Fox standing by. Simply or what is it? Red Dawn standing by. Like that actually is a joke in the Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, the Family Guy Star Wars. Which yep. actually are like when Star Wars was, or when uh, Family Guy was still funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Carrot stop. <laughs> Carrot top standing by. Uh, so, yeah, no, this is Burl Ives, uh, who most famously people know him as the narrator from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the 60s like stop-motion animation mm-hmm. uh, that comes on every year. Uh, now, Burl Ives, in this film... He comes and goes. Like, they pick and choose. They're like, I guess the point wasn't brought across, it so we need him. seems like he was pretty heavy in the start, and then in the middle he was just a little bit there, and then towards the end he might have talked like once. <laughs> yeah, right? Burl, just wake to be up. like, and the movie was done. Burl, wake up. Wake up. The movie's over. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, love and happiness. <laughs> Good night, folks. Family is great. <laughs> yeah. So... He welcomes you to Endor, basically. Uh, it, I as thought if it was you the moon of Endor. It is. No, no, no. The forest moon of Endor. Oh, see, okay. When he said the forest moon of Endor, I thought that that meant the planet that they were on was a forest right. moon, a moon of the planet it's Endor. A general misconception. Um, and 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 the the debate on which one is which is actually a Star Wars fan base well, debate. George Lucas, I know you're listening. He's a big fan of ours. Yeah. Could you please write us? Thanks, George. <laughs> oh, also, um, could we push Saturday back about like an hour, so eleven instead of twelve for our lunch next week? No, no problem, Jared. Thanks, George. <laughs> Slash Dave. Right, he's here. Yeah, well, they're about the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and then it just kind of I instead of <laughs> instead of introducing Ewoks, which we're all expecting, we get two white people <laughs> wandering right. around the woods yelling for their children that don't have actual human names. Right. They don't. Okay. This is the thing: is they they've crash landed on this planet, uh, on this moon, and they have no idea about the things out there. Like yeah. this is another thing. Okay, if this is the Star Wars universe. If you've been to more than probably your own planet that you were born in, 
you probably know that the world is full of crazy shit in yeah. Star Wars. And you maybe you shouldn't just go out yelling people's names into a deep, dark forest. Well, my thing is also, like, how do you crash into a planet? Like, there's... It's like with Earth, how, like, 70% of Earth is no, water. I mean... <laughs> like, if you're dropped in the middle of Earth, like, anywhere on Earth randomly, mm-hmm. you're probably going to be dropped in water. Let's be real. Right. But in space, I can guarantee that space is, like, 90% space, 10% planets. Right. To where it's like, how do you hit a planet? <laughs> how do you crash into a planet? Like, No, you. they had a problem, and they had to do an emergency landing. They said they crashed. Right. Into the planet. Well, I'm I'm also taking all my information from the seven-year-old girl that looked like a jazzercise video. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) She looked like she came straight out of Olivia Newton-John's workout video. My mom's Olivia. I'm just on vacation with my cousin's family. (laughs) Is this Xanadu? (laughs) (laughs) The entire movie, she's wearing Uggs (laughs) <laughs> She's wearing Uggs, has a like packing blanket stitched vest, and 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 a headband. <laughs> that was the first time you've made me spit take. Uh. <laughs> she looks like um, you know that GIF or the there's the old workout. The um, SNL did like a fake workout video from the eighties. Oh, with Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but then when uh, it gets to the point when Kristen Wiig's like wiping the sweat off her brow and like doing the weird steps, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what she looks like. It's so funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got drink all over me. And so these two parents <laughs> are searching for their children, um, and they have gone back to the scene of the crash. And are just flashing like flashlights just randomly around. They're yeah. like not really looking. They're just like, "Hello, and they're hello." Like, you can come out. We won't be mad. Which, like, I understand as a kid. Like, oh, I was playing hide and seek, but now my parents sound really concerned. Like, now if I go back, like I'll get in trouble. But at the same time, like, but also Mace so, is like seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, his emotions read is a lot older than he actually is. His oh eyebrows, no! Oh, I eyebrows. thought I thought his emotions read as like eight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm eight, but well, I look. How old was he supposed to be? I, I guess like, like fourteen or something. Oh. Um, I I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I. Yeah. Um, I thought he was like twelve or fourteen, but so like the parents are like, we can't find him, and then a giant comes out of the trees. Yeah. and Hagrid greets him, <laughs> takes him back to his hut. <laughs> You're a Jedi, and then, yeah. Harry. <laughs> and then the kids. <laughs> so, well, then like we go to like next scene and it's like the, but it's the same it's the scene. Ewoks it's like the morning after right. but see I didn't know if this was like the morning after like the day before when the parents are looking for him because no, no, the kids aren't missing no for some th- reason like well okay well okay the next scene it is the morning after the next scene the morning after but and... it doesn't read well because yeah. well no because the Ewoks go into the ships and like the the girls hiding in right. the ship well the next scene well the next scene is um Deej, who is the father of Wicket, everybody knows DJ. Wicket. It's DJ. Yeah, it's D E E J. DJ. DJ. But- <laughs> DJ. Yeah, DJ. Um, he is the father of uh, three uh, Ewoks. One very famously that we all know, Wicket, uh, the one that first met uh, Princess Leia, the first Ewok on screen in Return of the Jedi. There's a Wicket um, in my picket. <laughs> Still played by Warwick Davis mm-hmm. of Leprechaun War- fame. Wicket Davis. Warwick. Well, did you know um, 
uh, no, what's... apparently you didn't either. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, their 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 like kind of side name is like they. Uh, it's weird how sometimes Star Wars universe, or at least before Disney got a hold of it, would give things last names just to like complete the character like oh. you know like the action figures See, okay that's my problem like that. with like with star wars and anything star wars related is people always are trying to be like the rules of star wars like yeah something has to establish rules but like you have countless different planets to where it's like uh i'm pretty sure the rules can change depending on where they go because they're constantly expanding right finding new planets right so when the whole thing and it even makes me more mad when people try to apply like human rules towards like well now we got to give them last names because that's what we do in america and it's like right. we're not in america we're not even near earth right so if you look at like <laughs> um it was like the character star wars and character encyclopedia and now like, you can look at wikipedia you know things like that oh. um the last name they gave them last names, right? And it's Warwick, like Warwick Davis. Yeah. So they basically was like, "This is Wicket Warwick," and I'm like, mm, "No, okay." Also, all right. also, all the characters in the Warwick family, other than the mother, have like W names, like Wicket, Willie, Winda. You're like, is this fucking Where's Waldo? <laughs> like, they just really love W's. Yeah. Waldo and Winda. Ah. Yeah. Uh, but it's just weird. You're just like, you can stop. Like, it's just, I don't need all of this, right? Well, um, so what happens is. Yeah. We get the, um, we get the, the Ewoks find the crash spaceship. They go in and then they hear, they hear the little girl crying. And then the little boy. But did you uh, did you notice before this, uh, as they established the family, the the two brothers, the older brothers of Wicket, are fighting, right? Mm. Basically, he 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 they they're lost too. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm -hmm. I felt a little bit like. you can admit, but you looking were, back you were on high. it, no, no, no. Well, no, there <laughs> you was even told anybody that there yet. was that. <laughs> we'll keep that off the air. No, it's fine. Because um, I thought it'd make it more fun, and it did. But because it was like watching bears, um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know which That's one why was, it was which. A National Geo. Yeah, I didn't know which Ewok was which Ewok. Fair, so I was about to say I felt a little bit racist towards Ewoks because <laughs> they all look the same. All I knew was like that one's got an axe, so he's the one I like. Except for the one with the um, the puffy gray cheeks. All of them? No, one had gray cheeks. We're never gonna get through this movie because I don't know who we're talking about. One of the two brothers of Wicked. You yeah, know he looked more like uh like a terrier than the rest of them. <laughs> sure. <laughs> they were like bears that had sex with terriers and. <laughs> just created a planet that may or may not be a moon of a different planet. But they we don't, don't blink. Yeah. They just they don't have eyes. I would be terrified teeth. of like the one that either has like um what's that that eye thing that makes every, your eyes like glossy and dead? The eye thing? Yeah, when you get too old. Cataracts. Oh. Don't like, they all do? Yeah. There's no white in their pupils at all. Like they either, I'm, I would be terrified to see an Ewok that had cataracts or one that had like blue eyes. Right. Be like, ah. 
Okay. They already look like they're trying to take you over. So, okay, I'm going to... So most of the family, mm-hmm. the Ewok family, Deej's family, all look similar. There was a baby. There was a baby, and it's creepy. There's even a baby in the family. Okay, I'm remembering the family. Okay, uh, this is this is like bullet point number one is that baby looks the same as this baby that's being held by the same type of Ewok from Return of the Jedi. Okay. So I'm like, this can't be too cl- far off from one or the other. But at the same time, all right. All so, human babies look alike. Too. Yeah, but so. for how long until, like, I'm saying size. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Well, Ewoks here. are always kind of pocket size. No. So. <laughs> no. No, not not the baby. Oh. Like, the baby's got to grow up to be a normal size. Yeah. Right? Now, this baby is the same size as another Ewok baby in Return of the Jedi that's yeah. held by the same creature. Like, the same looking Didn't want to build a second prop. Huh? They just didn't want to build. Right. <laughs> but if we're saying that that's Wicked's family, yeah. right, how long does it take an Ewok to grow into full size? Because True. if this is before Return of the Jedi, or that, means, that means the Empire hasn't showed up yet. And I'm guaranteeing it took at least a year to build up the Empire's well, resources see, on Endor. My thing is um how come that little boy looks like he's uh he's uh he's a fighter pilot yes he is he is dressed in uh x-wing pilot gear which is like or at least the the orange jumpsuit part of it yeah but he's also wearing like a photo pass camera <laughs> operator's vest yeah. um. i <laughs> so i saw that each wore once but like he looked like he was about to fly up uh a, 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 yes, a, a wing Okay. Yeah, a wing. A wing. Well, you're right. A chicken cause, wing. Because they, they, they do fly different wings yeah. in those kind of suits. But like lemon pepper, dedicated to... mild, spicy. <laughs> I'm just going over what I normally order from Wingstop. <laughs> We're sponsored by Wingstop. Hello. Stop in. Get a few pieces for some money. I don't know. All wings report yeah. in. Barbecue standing by. <laughs> Korean jerk standing by. <laughs> Cajun rubs standing by. <laughs> Um, Chesapeake Old Bay standing by. What? You've never had Chesapeake um uh, oh, Old Bay yeah. Old Bay wings? I mm. thought well I thought Chesapeake Bay seasoning was for um uh like crab pots. Well that too. Oh Dude, we put it on everything. That would be good. Well, you're from Maryland, yeah. so seafood constantly just all your burgers are actually just lobsters. <laughs> you came out to In N Out and you were like, Oh my god, this burger tastes like not, beef. This but, is weird. But not lobsters, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> because that is made. Crabs. I don't know. <laughs> crabs and lobsters, tomatoes, bluefin crabs, right? Um Bluefin crab. What? Bluefin crab. That's a thing? Yeah. I thought dolph- mm-hmm. crabs don't have fins. Yeah, uh, their back last part legs are fins. Their back last part, <laughs> yeah. the end of the crab. Yeah, their last we'll, set of legs are fins. That's we how actually they get don't want to talk about Ewoks, apparently. <laughs> well, no, we're talking about things that are, are indigenous to Earth that may or may not be indigenous to Endor as well, like chickens and horses yeah. and llamas and ferrets, because they're all in this fucking movie. I love when she's fighting a ferret and she's like, oh, this is cool. (laughs) So they just, okay, mind you, uh, for what it is, the girl is killing it. She's only four years old. The little girl was actually probably my favorite part. Yeah. 
not only did she look like yeah, a 17-year-old jazzerciser, <laughs> but she actually was pretty good. She had some pretty bad lines of like, we need to find our parents. Okay, this whole Which movie, I was like, oh everybody my God. repeats themselves constantly. Oh, every line is said at least Where's twice. Where's mom and dad? Where, Where is, is it? My... Where <laughs> is it? But with like slightly different inflection. <laughs> like, Yeah. We I need mi- the. I, I miss mommy and daddy. Where's mommy and daddy? The worst. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They well, they had to hit the hour thirty time limit. Yeah, anyway, right. So e- Ewoks. Deej the Ewok. His two oldest sons are lost. Right, and he gets on a hang glider. And <laughs> what? I just what? remembered this part. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, this is where okay. This is one of the one times where it's like, Burl, we don't need you, yeah. right? Where well, he's flying like... in the sky, and he's like, Deej sees a sparkling light in the forest. I'm like, I know. We can see it, Burl. Like, He'll we're come good. back to it later. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that mm-hmm. and see what else Deej is up to. Yeah. Um, so he sees his two sons, and they're stuck on a cliff mountainside, and he tosses a rope to them, and they fall down. I thought he rope. straight up was going to toss the rope to them and be like, I'll pull you up to my hang glider. Like I was like, God, hang gliders are really advanced on indoor. That's <laughs> like weird. A, get to the chopper. Yeah. Get Come. to the chopper. I've got a rope ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you said a rogue accent. bladder. <laughs> this I've got a rogue, rogue bladder. bladder. Standing by. Ah. <laughs> Constantly introducing different flyers. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, this is still scene two. Hold on. Is it? Uh, yeah. Is uh, it? It is. And um, so the, the two brothers, like, tumble down the hillside, and they get into a fight. And did you hear, like, Deej, like, has this, like, he sees them. He sighs in exasperation, like, and then it sounds like he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> did you hear this? No, well, I kind of couldn't pay attention to anything they were saying, because the second I realized that I wasn't getting subtitles. hmm or okay. <laughs> like any explanation, I was like, they're making little noises. No, I'll I'll, I'll play the clip. But I'll play the clip. It it sounds pretty clear. Hold on. Oh, it's obvious. Yeah, yeah. So after this, they they like okay, we're gonna go home obviously they can't use the hang glider to get home they got to walk at home and this when they stumble onto the ship now uh according to the trivia the ship is actually made out of old uh snow speeder parts from uh empire strikes back huh. so they did reuse more than just the costumes and uh horses <laughs> i guess uh but they stumble onto the ship and uh, they go inside. And I love this where, like, the editing, the order of the editing, I guess, in my opinion, was wrong. Because they're, like, they hear a little girl coughing and they the Ewoks, like, pull the, you know, the cover that I guess she was hiding in a cabinet or something in the ship. And they pull it aside and they show her. And then they cut to Deej, who, obviously, if they've pulled it and then they've shown her, that's like a two, yeah. two count. And then Deej is like, I'm going to raise a knife to this little girl. I'm going to be a glossy-eyed, crazed buck bear who just immediately is like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, they should have been like, pull the 
Yeah. Pull the door open, cut to Deej, then cut to her reaction. Yeah. They did it in reverse. (laughs) So it makes it look like he was like, oh, shit, a girl! (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, he might not have seen one yet. Right? So, or he had, and he's like, fuck, more humans! Again, shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait, we might get some more Stormtrooper (laughs) helmets to drum on. Yeah. Uh, So, then... Deej asked one of his sons, Witchy or the other, Whit- Whittle, what, I don't know which one, to wait outside. The one with the actual gray puffy cheeks. Yeah. One had actual, like, gray no, cheeks. No, you just said a it lot of, cute. like, W. You were like, he, he asked like... Witchy or Whittle to wait outside while <laughs> the other one would will would, his whittle, wife. I don't know. He, he would whittle. I was like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Alliteration is scary right now. Right. <laughs> um, and this is where Mace Tawani is their last name, the family's last name. Mace, which is our 15-year-old boy with a lot of teen angst that you Very just grow fucking hate yeah. in this movie. You hate. Yeah. I hated him. Oh. God. There was no moment where he actually redeems himself. And anytime he gets emotional. He's always just kind of like that, like, we got to go. Eh, I need help. <laughs> eh, I can't do anything. Urgh! Like, just. Always. Where in the hell are we hanging around with these stupid bears? Yeah. Two minutes later, I think we need the bears. Yeah. <laughs> like, God. consistently. But, like, you'd think he'd learn that lesson maybe after, par- like, the second time he's in trouble. I swear to God, he- they get in trouble, yeah. like, 20 times in this film. And still, ever after every single one, thank you for your help. Fucking stupid bears. Yeah. Like, ugh. So, uh, Mace pops out. The mm-hmm. bears kidnap him. But like they the little girls, kidnap like, him. well, they handcuff him. They tie him up. Well, because he took one of them hostage. Yeah, and it's like, get away from my sister, right? And uh, she's like, no, they're friendly. And he's like, fuck that. Yeah, like <laughs> he's like immediately like, no. Uh, meanwhile, he has the gun, and he could easily just be like, all right, let me feel this out. But no, he's immediately takes one hostage, and then they do this like just roll. Where, like, I guess the little person inside was like, I can't fight this guy for real. So let me just, like, do a bear roll. I mean, tumble <laughs> at him. Right? And they take him out by, at, at the legs, and they tie him up just like they do, like, Luke and Han from Return of the Jedi. And they march him back to uh, to base. Yeah. And uh, this is the first time, like, they, I guess they actually got, because it is Fox, right? They actually used the Ewok theme that John Williams wrote in this moment. So that was cool. You get to hear it like twice, yeah. I think, in the whole movie. Two or three times. I recognized it. Yeah. Which is saying something. Right? I mean, how can you not? I mean, it plays through tomorrow, yeah. man. So, oh, it does. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Um, so I was like, oh, yay, familiar music. Familiarity. <laughs> like, this is what's saving this movie for me. Um, and then, so when they get there... Sin, it's discovered that Sindel is definitely sick, right? Uh, she's got a cough. Uh, she's kind of passing out. I guess she's got a fever. And this is another time when Mace is just kind of like insensitively a dick. Yeah. She's like, sick. She's, Help her. She's, she's sick. sick. Do you have food? Food. food. Eat, food. Eat. 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 Food. God damn it. <laughs> Like, consistently. Like, doesn't understand that, like, whenever you there's a language barrier, like, say one word, do what that word is. Like, But, but 45 minutes into the film, all Ewoks overcome said language barrier. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> we talk too. Yeah. 
<laughs> Crash. Which is one of those things where you're like, wait a minute. Maybe this is after Jedi. Be- yeah. Because, like, uh, in Return of the Jedi, it is seen that, like, they do not know how to speak English, right? Yeah. And 3PO himself needs to speak in their language to communicate with them, right? But this would pose that Wicked himself starts knowing English. Do you think C-3PO is gay? Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. Right? Yeah. Just his, wanted to clear that out. His nickname from Han Solo is Goldenrod. Mm. <laughs> there so you Han go. Solo's used it. Yeah. I mean, why Why wouldn't you try? Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know. It's just one butt. <laughs> you got it once in this lifetime. You might as well use it. Is your confidentiality circuits intact? Uh, <laughs> That's actually in Solo, a Star Wars movie. He meets him for a second, then he erases his memory. He's like, gotta get rid of this one. Another memory wipe for 3PO. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness, it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Damn, we are. Then there's. We do we're not want to talk attacking my movie. beloved saga hard today. Um, and I'm fine with it. That's fine. No, I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so then they they eventually are like, oh, here's some water on a leaf that'll make your sister feel better. Right. He pours it on her face. Yeah. Majority <laughs> of it falls out of her mouth, which is probably why it doesn't work the first time, because she didn't actually take any. She was like, right. it tasted pretty good, but, like, she was it like, felt better. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because um, she's passed out at that point. Yes. Yes. Um, And then after this... Um, they go to find more medicine, yeah. which is whenever he sees like a cute little like Ollie thing in a tree, the stupid 15 year old. And he goes over and he's like, I'm going to catch that thing. Yeah. Which doesn't seem like a great idea at all. No. Even as a child, I'd be like, what the well, this heck? This is what I said is that like, unless they are actually from like planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> right. And have no idea of the rest of the planets in the Star Wars universe. Like, Literally almost any planet that I yeah. can recall, like uh, on in, in any Star Wars movie, is like first you're met with like a little bit of wonder, being like, "Wow, look at this amazing and desert!" And then planet. it tries to kill you immediately, right? No, it always tries to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it is its thing. It's like, look at this amazing ice planet. Oh shit, ice monsters! Yeah, right. Look at this. You desert. love sand. <laughs> yeah. Here's a pit monster. A sand pit monster. Yeah, yeah. that eats the entire Sarlacc. cities. Doesn't the Sarlacc eat, like, everything? And then it's like, it takes no. 10,000 years to digest you. Well, you got part of it, right? The 10,000 years part. Okay, that's it doesn't it see, move but that's out what of that I, pit. It doesn't, I, like, eat whole cities. No, well, that's see. That's Galacticus from Marvel. I imagine that since it took 10,000 years to digest you, that, like, you had 10,000 years of hanging out in there. So I was like, you probably got friends. You've got, like, other ships in there. No, like, you don't, like... Stop your aging process. No, I know, no, 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 no. Like I know that, but like if you got eaten whole, like you'd still have other people in there that have been like, I've been here for thirty years. I killed a guy that came in here so I could eat him. That's like probably accurate. Yeah, honestly. But also, if that thing ate a whole spaceship, couldn't you just shoot out of it? Didn't that like? Didn't that what Han knew? Didn't eat any spaceship. What are you talking about? Can it eat a spaceship? No. Well, I mean, maybe it could like grab one with its tentacle and pull it in but it, not even a spaceship like one of those like skiffs maybe. i thought it ate someone no in the movie you're talking about the space slug in empire oh you the mean thing that um, the falcon goes inside of its belly the jabberwocky 
<laughs> Sorry. Um, Jabu Jabu. I, nope, that's Zelda. I honestly nope. love... What's his name? Huh? Sexy snail. Like sexy, sexy slug. Sna- yeah. Space slug. Yeah. It's a space slug. Yeah. The that's guy... what you're talking about. The... Are you talking? Are you trying to do another reference from something? No, it's Leia's like horny captive space slug. Oh, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, but he doesn't eat cities. Oh, he could if he wanted to. <laughs> He's bad enough. Oh Jesus! Hello, this is the Star Wars podcast <laughs> where a Star Wars expert talks to a Star Wars idiot. I. That would be fun. That would be really fun. It's Jared describes Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> I watched the movie Ooh, once five years ago. We should do that. Yeah. We should get you extremely drunk. Oh. And then you have to you have to describe each episode, oh. start to finish. <laughs> and then I have to literally just like try to like revert revert the when Catch you get it, it wrong. <laughs> I don't know. The guy like did something with his sword. This would be half of it. <laughs> They were like fighting as pew pew. It's like a live tweeting session for you, yeah. but like you have to do it from memory. I, uh, <laughs> no notes, all memory. That'd be so bad. That's actually a really good idea. Um, <laughs> anywho, so uh, something about eating things. That's where we got sidetracked. Well, he, he, there's oh, a there's the a tree fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, there's a tree monster, and there's a little fuzzy, like a even more smaller than the baby miniature looking Ewok. Right? Yeah. Like in a tree. It looks like a tiny little barn owl. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to catch it. And he like throws his arm to catch it. Yeah. Why doesn't he just, dude, this kid will not stop touching shit. Yeah. Just well, keep your hands to yourself. Like, I would hate to take him to a museum. Yeah. Like, and so he like tries to grab it, but then the whole thing like eats his arm and tries pulling him into the tree. And he's like, well, help, help, help. Well, no, no, no. Like, the way you described it makes it seem like he like tried to grab it and something like came out. Oh right? no! No no he no! Throws no. his arm in. He goes all. He goes to his shoulder, into the tree, and then like is surprised that he can't pull it out because something inside is worse yeah. than that, right? And then it's revealed that it's like it looks like a a, a baby dinosaur. It it's like a creepy it's like a hand puppet. It's like an eel. It's like a really long eel. Yeah. Right. And the Ewoks come to his rescue by taking sticks. And if you, I guess, beat the trunk of the tree, the monster's like, oh, noises or something. God, I hate reverberation. Because it just lets him go. Yeah. And then that's it. They bring the medicine back. Okay, so this is this is also what happens a lot in this film is like problem then solved within 30 seconds. Right. And then just moving on to the next issue. But right. we at least advance in the movie, and they start using <laughs> Do mythical <we? laughs> objects to solve our problems. Uh, eventually, I mean, we've still got like yeah. in the in the time frame the film, we've still got like twenty minutes before said caravan of courage even yeah. happened. Well, there's really not a caravan because, like, I didn't see Dodge anywhere in this photo. <laughs> Pretty cheap product placement. Um, yeah, so they I wouldn't save... have been surprised if, like, the Ewoks were like, Pepsi, take Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi for medicine. <laughs> right? Kids are like, I need, I need Pepsi, yeah. Mom. I feel bad. Right? <laughs> So, um, yeah, they get back, they make the medicine, they give it to the girl, and immediately the girl's like, Mom and Dad. Yeah. I need Mom and Dad. I miss Mom and Dad. Like, ugh, get over it, they're dead. Me too, I miss them! Like, 
that's my yeah. I mean, it's an accurate impression of him. That's what because... he constantly does. It's always like he's yelling about his feelings. Always, mm-hmm. yeah. Mave, Mace, Mace, Mave yeah. would have been a better one, right? Which is which is weird. Like this is the first instance of the name Mace, and then that be also becomes <gasps> Samuel Windu. Jackson's name. Yeah, yeah. See, I remember right? things. Yeah, there you about go. Mace Windu. <laughs> Um, one one of them is a little bitch, and one of them is badass motherfucker. <laughs> That's uh, there's two mace windows. No, uh, I mean one maces. Yeah, yeah. Mace what? Tawani, he okay. right here. I know. I know okay. okay. I'm like, don't. <sighs> <We're>... <sighs> <laughs> so okay. then Mace's idea is all the Ewoks fall asleep. We're gonna bust out of here. I'm right? gonna steal my gun. We're gonna run away. We're gonna find mom and dad. What makes Which you? Think I would that... actually think. What? That was an okay idea. What makes you think though? I mean, you've already gotten your ass handed to you uh, once, and by you a don't... space tree, right? <laughs> what makes you think that you're gonna be able to protect her or even yourself? Well, if he gets the blaster, because in his mind he's like, oh, if I get the blaster, we can I find mom and dad. That tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would have had it in my hand, and I could have shot it. Sure. So he gets his gun. He gets his sister, mm-hmm. um, Cecily. I don't remember her name. It was something like that, right? Yeah. No, Sindel. Sindel, sure. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that that's her name. And then uh, they start to run away, but they so, definitely get stopped. Okay. They get stopped. Okay. There's this wolf bear monster. In sheep's clothing. Just kidding. It's in its normal clothing. It's wearing yeah. pants. And it's howling at the moon, right, to start this scene. But you see it. No, no, no. You don't see it at the start of the scene. You see it, like, the night before. You mm-hmm. see it, like, howling at the moon. Because I was like, that's a weird, like, random shot. And then after the next day, when they're out, like, after getting the medicine and at night, then they actually get, like, started, they get, like, chased by that monster thing. Okay. But let's not call it a monster because it's just trying to live its best life. You know, it's just like, <laughs> in a, it's just a thing. What's funny is it's not a monster. We're labeling it as a monster, you know. <laughs> Ironically, it's I howling at the moon, but they're on the moon. But there was a moon? No, they're on the moon. Well then what was behind the beast? The 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 moon the planet that this is the moon of. I thought you said that this was the planet. That was the moon. This is the forest moon of Endor. Meaning, like, the oh, name of the moon is Endor. You're on the side that the planet is the moon. You're not on the side that they're on the planet. The planet is not the moon. The planet is the planet. And it's up in the horizon. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Are you high now? No, no. It's just really confusing <laughs> calling it the forest moon of Endor because it's... Right. Like, as if it's the moon that of Yavin, Right. Well, it's yeah. like it's the moon I mean, of the I mean, planet. I mean, like, okay, so in... You said it yourself like 20 minutes ago that there was controversy around it. Right. But I'm telling you that, the like, the, officially the moon is named Endor. Okay. But I thought it was the forest moon of Endor. Right, because they shouldn't have said that ever in Star Wars canon. Like, this is their... This is that shit. Like, nobody goes around being like... Because uh, the, this is what happens is like the ice planet of Hoth. That's what they do yeah. in Star Wars. It's like the lava planet of Mustafar. And you're like, okay, the whatever random element <laughs> that apparently makes up an entire planet, then said name of planet or 
body of 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 planetoid. Okay. Right? So in this instance, if we're following that trope that they do, this is the forest moon named Endor. But didn't they say like the forest moon planet of Endor? No. They never say the forest moon planet of Endor. But even if they did, it's just a weird English problem, right? This is the problem with English. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It all sucks. No, it's... This is Endor. It's called Endor. It's okay. a moon. God, it's Endor. Jeez. <laughs> I'm just... It Nerd was all, anger. It was all for a joke of saying that it was howling at the planet, not at the moon. That was the joke. You took it way too far. I don't know Star Wars, so I don't know if they're jokes or not. It's like making a joke about something you don't know. Or like so, like like if I was talking to someone that was like... It's like most of the people at work. Making jokes that don't matter. Yeah. Well, no, that's like the thing. Like, if you started making a joke about a movie I'd never seen, I'd just like laugh along because I'd be like, ha ha ha. Like, that's what the movie is. But then you'd be like, no, yeah, you did that's that for, not it. You because... did that for a long time yeah, with Back to the Future. Shush. Then <laughs> I saw it and I actually turned out it was laughing at the right stuff. Nice. So, anyway, yes, they get chased by a werewolf. Okay, no, but there's there's <laughs> there's something before this. Really? Um. So they have this campfire scene, right? Yeah. And she, once again, she goes, why don't you talk about mommy and daddy? Like they're and dead. And I'm like, I'm like, bitch, because like you talk about them like every other minute. Yeah. Like there's no need for Mace to talk about them. But instead, he goes on to this long monologue. Oh, I hated that. This was weird, right? It, basically, it's like some guilt as if he like did something wrong. Like I judged this, the, like, the front of the ship and it was really bad. Like it put it off balance. Like, I don't know. But no, what no, did he do? No, you you are describing what probably should have been being like I forgot to fuel up or something, right? But it's not that. He's just saying if we hadn't left the ship, maybe they'd still be there when we got back, or like you know, like when they got back, we would still be together as a family. And it's like um, maybe, but also like who cares? Like this is. You are blaming yourself for what? Going out and finding food for your sick sister? If that's what you were doing. I don't even know. Well, they never actually explain, like, why they left everything. And they also don't explain, like, so when the Ewoks found Sindel, she was hiding in a cabinet. Was she hiding there when the parents were calling her name in the beginning, too? And Mace was the only one out finding resources? Or were they both out finding resources and then... In the morning, he was like, go and hide in the ship, and I'll continue finding resources. It's very unclear. Yeah. Right? That's why I was confused about it. But instead, he has this weird, dramatic monologue, which I did find footage of him and his audition footage. Hmm. Right? Because um, Eric Walker is the name of the actor. Eric Walker and Warwick. No relation to Luke. No. Not at all. (laughs) Um and Warwick Davis actually filmed on set a documentary hmm. of this. And there's about 12 minutes of footage on YouTube that you can find. Uh, basically, that describes the documentary. Uh, not describes it, but shows bits and pieces of it. And apparently, they filmed a full-length like behind-the-scenes footage of it. And they are campaigning to get Disney to bring this and the... Uh, Battle for Endor sequel to Blu-ray oh. uh, with their documentary. Nice. And I'm like, good luck, buddy. Right. 
<laughs> like they won't make it canon. No, well, they won't make it canon, and and that's why it'll never come too. Is because like Disney itself would be afraid that yeah. as soon as they release something like that, you would that's them owning it and calling it canon in some way. Yeah, right? they'll never do something like that. Be- why? Because um, let's blame the producers of this film who didn't take it into consideration that the forest moon of Endor. <laughs> Um, also turns into the desert mood of Endor in this film. Like yeah. it doesn't. It it's not consistent. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't play into the canon of Star Wars because, like I said, is like basically my biggest dilemma with this film, and we'll go into it more as we go. But the biggest problem is that if this truly, if all the creatures of this film, the giant Gorax and the fireflies and everything else that's going on, plus the creatures from the sequel, which is like a giant warring faction that's very much like medieval times or something, right? Oh, yeah, it gets ridiculous, right? No, you're just going off. <laughs> yeah, that's the sequel. We'll do it, I swear. No, thank um, you. It's worse. And we'll, we'll uh, uh, and uh, I don't know. There's a blind man and like a a thing that's like super fast. It's freaking stupid. Uh. But um, if all these things exist on Endor, why would the Empire have chosen to build their uh, space station right over top of it? And basically, what, unless there's some sort of t- strategic reason why to build it at over Endor. Like it would not make sense for to build it in on this planet because it seems like there's giants that could possibly come by and be like, "What is this shield generator? Let's just fucking destroy it!" And then the Death Star is vulnerable, right? So it makes no sense. If this movie is canon, it would make no sense that it, like that they would choose this planet. Just go choose a barren, lifeless planet, you know, and build your shield generator there. If this movie takes place after Return of the Jedi, then we have the problem of where were all these things during Return of the Jedi. You good? Yeah, no, you're just a huge nerd. But this is the biggest problem with the film. <laughs> like, beyond beyond the acting, beyond the effects, beyond, like, all just the boringness of the film at times is the biggest problem of being, like, where does this fit into the universe? Yeah... Yeah. <laughs> right? And then... But are we here for the universe, or are we here for this film? Well, the, the, it's as, as a Is whole. Is it the coming of both? Yeah, it's 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 as a whole. Also, you're saying that he's dressed in, like, like kind of rebel pilot's gear? Yeah. Is the Tawani family sent on a reconnaissance mission to check out what the Empire's doing on Endor? Was oh, that what that it was? that makes sense. That would have been cool. But that's not... What happens? Yeah. Here? Well, they don't explain anything about the anything else, right? So. It would have been cool because there's one line in Return of the Jedi, right? It's just like only one line out of the whole movie. No, just one line. There's one line in Return of the Jedi by Mon Mothma. N- nerds out there know what I'm talking about. The Mothman, right? yeah, <laughs> right? She does a prophecy yeah. and then kind of goes about her business. Um, they 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 basically have the Death Star plans. They're showing it to Luke and Leia and everybody, telling them what their their mission is in Return of the Jedi. And she drops this line saying, "Many Bothans died to give us this information." It would have been really cool if they were like, "Yo, we're from the planet Bothans or something." And I've been like, "Okay, they sent some some Bothans to investigate 
and they didn't make it back because they crash landed and had no way of contacting the Rebel Alliance. But that would have been cool. Instead, we got <laughs> uh, that other movie. Yeah, <laughs> Rogue One. No, because that's this is this is about Death Star Two. Rogue Star Rogue One is about Death Star One. Oh my god! Right. Okay. So this still would have worked. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I know. Right. Okay. Doesn't so make sense. then the wolf bear <laughs> monster. <laughs> Back to scene three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, comes and uh, terrorizes them, and uh, this will be important later. Uh, but they're being chased by the monster, and Mace shoots his gun. And for the first time in a Star Wars movie, I'm seeing yellow blaster fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's important later because it's not. But yellow his blaster later. also runs out of triple A's. <laughs> a lot. <Whoops. laughs> it's very um, touchy. Uh, and then they do something also very stupid in this movie where they're like, ah, we're being chased. Go hide in that tree hole. You know what happened the last time you <laughs> did something in a tree hole? I never even thought You almost that. died. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, round two. Let's go hide in there. And I'm like, what if that's another beast, you big dumb idiot? Yeah, he's like, we're safe here for the night. I'm like, are you? No. <laughs> yeah, so then they like decide to take a nap in the tree hole, but then they wake up with like an Ewok farting into the tree hole. <laughs> <laughs> what you just see the Ewok butt like being pushed oh, in the yeah. tree hole, and it <laughs> yeah. turns out the beast is now attacking the Ewoks. Right, they came to save them, and or they were just looking for them. Right, and did they save them? They were probably like, God, let's just at least find their remains and give them a proper burial. Now, people have complained about the stop motion of this monster over the years. And I'm that like, was stop motion. Yeah. Oh. Well, at times. I won't complain Sometimes about it. it was stop motion. Sometimes, like, when it was, like, the snout was directly in the camera's face, mm -hmm. that was a puppet. Okay. Right? So they went back and forth. But I'm like, this stop motion is no better than, like, the Rancor in the beginning of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. You know? Like, um, the the monster underneath Jabba's throne. Mm -hmm. You know? Just sure. in case. <laughs> that Luke has to... I just... Anytime I hear a word that I don't recognize, I just nod my head and go, oh, yeah. No, you could ask. And then, no, it's I fine. put in, like, you any... You can't be the only one. Well, I know it's... there's specifically one listener right now who listens to every episode no matter what and is probably like, I don't fucking know what he's Well, I just, about. like, I take in whatever random Star Wars monster I know and I just pop it right in. <laughs> so, like, yep, when, there's that thing. So, when you heard Rancor, what popped in? I don't know. It was, like, a blob thing. <laughs> <laughs> it had shapes. Is it always a blob for you? Yeah, it's a lot of blobs. <laughs> Star Wars did love its blobs, though. <laughs> like, we had Jabba the Hutt was uh -huh. a blob. Yep. I'm sure whatever was under the sand was a blob. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's like a bunch of tentacles. It, like, grows like a tree root almost into the sand. But they come from a blob. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, but then the no, Ewoks... the, ran the rancor is that giant monster that's like in the pit that Luke has to fight, and he throws yeah. like and the door closes on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's that that was uh, stop motion plus puppetry, um, mm -hmm. and it doesn't look any any no. better or different. And I think Willow came out the next year, and there's stuff in Willow that looks exactly the same yeah. with, with stop motion. So like, I don't know why people complain about that one, but what I complain about the scene is that. Ewoks are getting thrown left and right by this monster, and then Wicket shows up in the trees, and it just blow darts it once, and it's down for the count. And I'm like, why didn't you just sneak up behind it and blow dart it in the first place? He was like, he was still getting there, especially if like, he's the only blow dart Ewok they have. <laughs> right. 
Right, because last last time he like tried to help, he did a slingshot in Return of the Jedi and hit yeah. himself in the face. So exactly, they're like, no, you stay back. Buddy. You get blood arts. Um. Then uh, after this, they go back to well. Wait, the first they find the life monitors. Oh yeah, for some reason the life monitors are tied to the. What is a life monitor? It's not in anything else in Star Wars. It's an Apple Watch. <laughs> it's. Okay, it am looks, I wrong? It looks like restraining <laughs> bracelets for one, right? Yeah. But okay, it's like a pacemaker for yourself. No, well, it, it's literally. I uh, just take it as what it is. It's a life monitor. It shows like, oh, this is what the person's vitals are right now. Mm-hmm. But okay, so each one of them has one. Yeah. Right. But. But then if it's off the person, the person can still be like, oh, it's still going, so he's alive. Yeah, I got that. And I was like, maybe there's a micro trip. But at the same time, I was like, I just don't care enough about the movie to actually. But then also, like, they have their life monitor, right? Yeah. But everybody has their own, right? So the life monitor is telling you you're personally alive, (laughs) right? It would be one thing if the life monitor was like, yo, here's everybody in your family unit. And here's their vital signs, right? Which would also still be weird. Yeah. Right? But they find both of their life monitors on the back of this beast, right? And they're like, oh, my God, then they're still alive. And I'm like, no. what is the purpose of the life monitor then? I think they, rather than the life monitor reading it, but he does say something like, Oh, the life monitor it says that dad is still alive. He says something along those lines to where it's like, how does that life monitor know the dad is still alive? There's no Wi-Fi on that planet. Yeah. <laughs> like, how is it connected? I mean, it's not more about the technology for me as like, why would you even have one? Like, I could see if, like, your life monitor, it's like uh, find my friends on iPhone, you know? Yeah. I could see if it was like, here's your closest friends, and yes, they are alive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like find my iPhone, yeah. right? It, it, but it's not that each life monitor because they don't know that they're alive until they find the dad's life monitor, and yeah. he goes, "Oh, I found it. That means they're alive." And I'm like, "It does," because I think that's just more of a, like a kid notion of like, "I found this part of them. That means they're alive." Right. Yeah. It'd be one thing if they were like, uh. If it's still powered, they're alive. Yeah. And then you'd be like, okay, there's hope, right? But no, it's not like that. It'd be a new hope. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. All right, moving on. Anyway. They go back to Ewok camp, and the Ewoks are like, we're going to help you find your parents, but you need to form a team. Yes. A Lord of the Rings team. So they go to Logre, the village shaman, right? Who is the calico Ewok of the group. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with uh, gray and black stripes. And he pulls out a video dreidel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the weirdest thing. Okay. So he has this gigantic dreidel that he sets up on the table and then begins to spin it, right? And it has these like glass windows um, on it. And as it spins, uh, it kind of makes you know, kind of like kind of like a like when you you, you uh, spin the shadows on the wall or whatever. But like it's internally. Or, well, so internally that would actually be something called a um, a uh, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the name of it. Stereoscope not, or something? something no, it's a um, it's not a phenicistoscope. It's a um, 
proxeniscope or a zoetrope. They used to have one at the they have animation them. studio, they do. right? It's With a the, zoetrope. The Buzz Lightyear so it, or whatever. I mean, the Toy Story well, was riding the horse. Well, that was more of a... Um, a yeah, that was more. That was a zoetrope. Same kind of concept, yeah. though, right? So it's just an open top, or it's an open container, or barrel, or drum that you that has a source of light and multiple images that are broken up with um, radial slats. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, and, zoetrope I mean, invented that, in eighteen thirty-six or something right. like that. But 18- and that would kind of make sense, yeah, if it wasn't for the fact that like it was broadcasting too. <laughs> <laughs> It's like mm, meanwhile at the Gorax's yeah. lair. It like just knows how to find the parents and like shows everything them in their weird bone cage, right? Where and they it can shows definitely us fit that. through the holes, right? Um, it shows us that, but then it proceeds to also make sure that you know for sure, yeah, that it is them because Mace's. That's mom and dad. Where is it? Yeah. What's going on? My mom and, and dad then, are there. And then and then Sindel repeats, that's mommy and daddy. Yeah. Like, I know he just said it, and we all know, because we saw them in the beginning of the yeah. movie, right? So this is where Deej just learns English. Like, Burl Lives is like, the Ewoks decide that they will help. And then he goes, we help you. Yeah. And I'm like, so I didn't need Burl Ives, and yeah. I have more questions than answers now, uh, because that was a full-formed sentence, right? Oh, yeah. And pretty sure Mace isn't really talking to them in a yeah. in a way to, for them to comprehend what's going on. He's just talking to them like a piece of shit. Mace is like that tourist dad that like doesn't understand that like that's not how you talk to people. <laughs> like, oh, a foreign language? Let me yell louder so you understand. Like, we are... Helping and need it like, yeah, doesn't actually work when you just yell words louder. Neither That's not how translate. Neither does your microphone. Yeah, I know my microphone <laughs> just shut down. It was like, you know what? Don't yell at me. Yeah, um, yeah, right. Where is the golf course? Yeah, <laughs> the bathroom. We, bathroom. Where is the bathroom, sir? Like, this is Jungle Cruise. Right. We're we're American. It's, <laughs> oh, real. <laughs> Um, so, uh, they, they start the caravan of courage 45 minutes in. Here we go. They each get like different mythical objects. Right. Which house also happens in Willow. You can see so much of Willow in this movie, right? Which is also written by George Lucas. Oh, okay. Um, and so they, they give them like, uh, artifacts that will be on their journey and, like, there's lines drawn, like, chalk lines drawn in the ground, right? And everybody stands in a circle around, and, and chalk lines point to each person. And uh, each person picks up their thing, and then, like, Mace, like, the douche that he is, is like, this must be mine! And it's like, dude, that was, like, 180 degrees from you yeah. in the circle. You just didn't want the rock that's given to you, right? And To be fair, the rock is a pretty shitty... <laughs> object it's like break this and then put it on the ground but uh, what's funny is that like uh, it's it's the same kind of thing as like do people in zombie movies grew up in a world that like watch zombie movies or not right yeah so like do people in said world have stories like do people in the star wars world have movies like that are like this guy 
didn't get the object that he was supposed to, and he didn't learn a lesson, you know? Because, yeah. like, I'd be like, oh, somebody gave me a rock for this journey. Rock's probably important. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, just don't be a dick <laughs> about it, you know? Yeah. Like, because he's, again, he's like, stupid mop face, hairbrush, Ewoks, stupid fucking bears. Uh, like, that's that's how he is, right? He yeah. throws the rock on the ground, right? And the movie, instead of being like, hey, we're going to, like, kind of surprise our audience later, is like, no, Wicked picked it up, so we're yeah. all good. Wicked's right? like, I got it. So it's never this, like, because later on, when they're like, we need your rock, he's like, I threw it away. You should be like, yeah. oh, fuck, they threw it away. Now they got to solve the problem some other way. And yeah. then Wicked should be like, no, I got the rock, right? Instead, as soon as you're like, we need the rock, he's like, I threw it away. You're like, Wicked's got it. Like, <laughs> move on. Let's go. Um, and so now they're, they're on the, they're on the journey and there were two objects that were not given, uh, they were not handed out to anybody because they are for Ewoks that are, I guess, not living in the, the Ewok far of the Ewok village, like everybody else that they must convince to go on this journey with them, I guess. Uh, And they happen to be the most important players in the game, (laughs) both, both of these people, right? So the lumberjack and the other one that okay. was used twice. So the lumberjack, Chukatrock, is my favorite, right? One because he's like the black Ewok. Like, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of racist, right? Like yeah. he's got darker fur than everybody, and he has like bigger nose and lips. I'm oh. sorry, it is though. He's the like, and it's funny too because like it's not okay. This film, um has uh who who Tony Cox in it okay Tony Cox is like the little um the little person from Bad Santa 1 and 2 yeah yeah right like uh Seinfeld like super funny me myself and Irene the yeah. the little person that she runs away with in the beginning right he is one of the two brothers from the Warwick Ewok family right he's not this one, like racist like projection of Ewok uh, but I I look at this lumberjack Ewok and he's the strongest, he's the fittest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's well, like, true. and he's I mean his face like I'll 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 put a screenshot and be like most racist Ewok because it's there, yeah. you know. Uh, but he's also my favorite because he's like he doesn't take any shit from Mace. Like Mace as like dude they've saved Mace like three times at this point and he's still a bitch. He's still a yeah. bitch, right? Oh, true. Like, basically, I don't know, Chukachok didn't know that they were coming or something. He was just chopping down trees like normal, right? Well, I don't the tree... think either of the two people they needed knew they were coming. Right. And that's what I mean, like, meaning he didn't know they were coming and he chopped down oh, a tree and yeah. dropped it on them. It was just coincidental, right? And it wasn't like the tree fell near them. It was right? like the entire branches landed on majority of the party. And I was like, oh, yeah. you guys okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like yeah, and then he's like, "You want to join us?" Well, okay, it was clearly an accident, but Mace is like, "What's this asshole? We don't need him, yeah. right?" And he's like, "Uh, throws an axe on, uh, like, basically challenges him to an axe throwing contest." Yeah, I didn't get it. It was like, "Let's both throw an axe." They each throw the axe once, and then they're like, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And they move on. Yeah, like, Mace throws an scene. axe, and then Chukachuk decides to throw his axe, and it lands in the handle of Mace's axe. 
So, like, Mace doubting him from being like, we don't need this fool, to being, like, especially because they're like, no, we do. Yeah. Uh, like, Tebow said we need him. <laughs> like, we have his artifact. It's clearly a missing tooth from the skull on yeah. his chest. You know, like, he said we need them. Just take our word for it. You know, like, uh, like that's a problem. He doubts everything and then yeah. immediately is like, sorry, my bad. We need you. And, like, begs you to come the on the journey. irritating. Right? Like, but you would think that he would learn his lesson through this. Like, he never learns the lesson. He just keeps being a yeah. bitch to everyone. Right? So then after that. Um, Grandma Ewok. Grandma Ewok. Kink. Is her name? No, I bet she's got a few of those. <laughs> um, and Kank, before she decides to join their quest, um, is like, "You must take my test, right? My test of uh, hold the lizard." <laughs> she like she grabs so, a rock so, and she's like, "No, no, it's the rock that Tebow gave." Yeah, right? so it's, it, it's, it's this like kind of like quartz crystal. It's another dreidel. <laughs> yeah, it's dreidel. It's a it's a compact dreidel, right? It's well, what it actually is is like a quartz crystal that is like it's wrapped so that it can go on her walking stick eventually. Yeah, right. Uh, and she's like, okay, Mace, you hold it, and when he holds it, it turns into a lizard, right? And he's like, oh shit, lizard, and drops it, and so Sindel, that's picks gross. It. We don't need it. Let's go, right? Like, immediately, yeah. Um, Sindel picks it up. It turns into a mouse, right? And Kank is like, okay, good enough for me. And I'm Love like, it. wait, but his turned into a lizard, and that was apparently yeah. bad. So, like, maybe you shouldn't go because he's an asshole. Right? Like, uh, nobody – like, that that test had no consequences, right? Yeah, I was dumb. It wasn't like he has to stay behind or I ain't coming, right? <laughs> Lizard's asshole. That's yeah. what that is. You know, so – then they're like take a break, and Mace decides to um go up to the local watering hole. <laughs> oh yeah, he has a total um. Who's that guy? Uh, he's obsessed with himself. Hmm. The Greek god was obsessed with himself. Oh. Saw his own reflection in the water. Got too obsessed with it. Is that what that is? Like it's a it's a. Yeah, because you're self obsessed with yourself. When that happens, it is um. Yeah, vanity. Yeah, no, there's a different name. Uh, okay, well, great. No, I forgot. I'm that. sorry, I don't. No, I'm, it's a psychological. I'm thing. not being dismissive. Um, I just do not know. No. Well, okay. Um. Anyway, so he touches the water, and the second he touches the water, it like sucks him underneath into where his reflection is. Yeah. So it's like a haunted pond. Yeah, it's like a haunted two-way mirror. Yeah. <laughs> right? And everyone's yeah. trying. Basically, like, whenever you anything touches the surface, it immediately goes underneath the surface, yeah. and that's it. So they throw him a rope. The rope vanishes under the surface. Mm -hmm. They grab a stick. They start to hand it to him. Like, the end that touches the water, like, vanishes under the surface. And then one of the Ewoks has their, like, their magical staff stick. Yeah. And they, it's like, Wicked's magic yeah. walking stick. And he sticks it in the water, and he's able to pull Mace out, mm -hmm. unfortunately. I know, right? I'm like, just drown. Yeah. Let him drown. And he was in there for so long that I was like, cool, he's going to be dead. Yeah. Right? He's not making it. Yeah. And, yeah. So, immediately, seen immediately after... Like, Wicked is bouncing off of a tree, like, branch. Yeah. Right? 
and they're about to get on their way, and uh, Mace loads Sindel into, like, on top of one of the horses, there's, like, a... Another a just, like, useless... Wicker scene. hut that the kids can, yeah. like, ride in. There's, like, in. a pack mule on a horse. Yeah. And Sindel gets in there, and, they're, and like, Mace is like, all right, let's go, everybody! And that causes Wicket to release the branch, and it snaps, and... Whoosh! Yeah, hits the horse, and the horse just takes off. And immediately, in pure mace fashion, he doesn't, he doesn't like be like, "Please help!" Right, save my sister. He runs yeah. and screams at the Ewoks. You gotta get on your horses. You gotta go after her. Yeah. Right. Well, and then he like, also Jesus starts Christ, like, "Jesus Christ, kid, how about a please?" Like, dude, if I was the Ewoks at this point, I'd be like, "Fuck this family!" <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going. Home. He starts like, like running after her <laughs> with the horses too, and of course, like the Ewoks, they 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 get her. Chukatrog saves her. the day, yeah. man. So Chukatrog gets on a horse and like calms the other horse by grabbing its reins and just brings it back, and we're we're good. Yep, we're good again. Right, like, another issue solved in under thirty seconds. And then they get to the mountain, huh? No, there's no. still an overnight scene. Oh yeah, so they're <laughs> okay. sitting there. Um, the little girl, Cecile, mm-hmm. can never remember her actual name. Sindel. <laughs> Cecily. Correct. I know. Um, she's looking at a candle and she's like, wow, this candle has been burning for hours and it's never gone down. Mm-hmm. And then it's bedtime. Yeah. And everyone goes and lays down for bed. But our, uh. Our hero, I guess we'll put air quotes around the word hero, it's, Maverick. They're like the biggest air Mace quotes. Mace Windu. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so so all these like little fireflies start coming around. And they're like, they're doing their own pattern in the sky. And it's like, whoa, this is crazy. And Sindel brings the candle out. Okay. I don't really fully understand this scene. I don't either. Because okay? so all the fireflies, they kind of start like it looks like they're trying they're, to fly in a pattern. Putting, they're, they're flying in a pattern. They're, they're like doing some little light show for their entertainment. And then they all go and get like sucked into the candle. So Sindel's artifact that Tebow gave her was a candle. Yeah. Right. The candle of lights or something. Right. Which you're most like, candles That's, are. Yeah. Right. Let's be right. real about candles. Oh man, I got the candle of dark. Yeah, I just can't light it. I'm it, not allowed to light it's it. It's a trick candle. <laughs> Sindel, candle, candle of light. You can't blow it out, guys. Yeah. Um, and she takes the candle outside, places it on the ground, and and like doesn't light it. Right? It's not lit, mm. as far as I remember. I don't know, but mm. immediately all the fireflies just swirl into a tornado. And get sucked into the candle like it's the Ghostbusters yeah. trap. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're all standing around. And then Maeve is like, or Mace. Maeve? I want to keep calling him Maeve. Mace is, uh, he's like, look, a lot of glowing dot. And he like picks it up. And it's this like crudely drawn like but, sketch of a ballerina <laughs> like dancing in his yeah. arm or in his hand. It it kind of is drawn and looks like the electric gremlin from Gremlins 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get the same like scared face like ah! I know and um, his face like never gets better it doesn't do no, much but also um 
this is another thing. I'm like, these weren't in Return of the Jedi. So, like, did the did the Empire show up after this movie, wipe out all indigenous yeah. life? Um, maybe, but Sindel wiped out this entire race. <laughs> well, we don't know if she wiped them out or if they were actually part of the candle or something like that. I it's, don't Nothing's know. actually fully explained. None of these objects are fully explained. We don't know if they are, like mythical objects that have powers or if we don't know if they're like just like something that's like natural in this planet like nothing is fully explained but apparently tebow thought that they were going to be an issue and was like take this candle because yeah. nobody wants to see this light show yeah <laughs> it's right. kind of shitty it's not good it's poorly drawn just it suck them up into the candle and get on definitely with it. not set to any pink floyd music <laughs> so we don't care yeah. <laughs> um yeah so he finds his little firefly and he's like get in my pocket Right? It's not like it's injured. Yeah. He just has it. And he's like... She lost her family It's like one of us. those lights. It's alive. It's one of those lights. He keeps repeating. And then they go to sleep. And the fairy decides to uh, put on one more light show inside the hut. Yeah. Right? I hate this, mo- this, this part. <laughs> this movie. I hate this part. This part is the worst. This part is like... Everybody complains about Jar Jar so fucking hard, and I'm like, did you see this scene? Yeah, like it. it, it this is like four kids specifically, but like the fairy like dances around, does a dance for them, right, and then starts like flying closer to Sindel, and she's like, oh, it's, tickling. It's oh, tickling well, that's because they're all like, oh, we're hungry, and they start eating, and then the little light right. is like, I'm hungry too, and then they're <laughs> right. like, ha ha ha, it feeds off of our laughter. That's why it's tickling right. us. Let's keep she, laughing. They it's go so stupid. Uh, he goes. I think she eats giggles. And she goes, uh, <laughs> it's a giggle eater. And you're just like, Jesus yeah. Christ, this is not a Star Wars movie. It's so Like, dumb. this is something else. But that right. was, that's it. That's the scene. It's like, no, 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 no. Anytime, anytime anybody says Jar Jar ever again, I'm just going to, like, slide this scene across right. the, the table. The giggle eater existed. <laughs> the giggle yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a giggle eater, guys. So... Like, Go ahead and put that into your Wikipedia. So <laughs> the next day, they keep trapping along. They, I guess, transported to the desert moon yeah. of Endor. <laughs> and they get to a very large uh, uh, rock formation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and they don't know how to get in. And this is when Maeve is like, oh, no, uh I should use Maeve. my rock it's here. Mace. Mace. Mave. Mace. It's like one letter off. Uh, but Mace is Mace. Whatever Wait. his name is. Um, he. Uh, they're like, use your rock. And he's like, well, I threw my rock because it's a rock. <laughs> and then, of course, um, our our Wicked. Warwick David. Wicket. Wicket. He, um, he's like, well, I got your back. He pulls the rock out and he hands it to him and he like shakes it. And he's like, there's something inside. Mm-hmm. And then throws it on the ground and breaks it. Guess what it is? An arrow. Another rock. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it's an arrowhead inside a rock. And he places yeah. it on the ground and it's like, and it points in the right direction and then points to one rock. And it just goes there. Right. So A rock inside of a rock that, that points, points to, to another rock. rock. <laughs> and he's like, I'll use my gun to blow that rock up. It's yeah. Like, Meanwhile, this is not how – okay, so like I said it, earlier, the gun was firing yellow laser bolts. Now it fires red continuous laser yeah. bolts. Yeah. It's like like just – it's a continuous stream that superheats the rock and explodes it. But it's also making like 
uh, sounds that are only known in the Star Wars universe as TIE fighter sounds. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, that is clearly the sound of the gun in the TIE fighter. Like, you can't just, like, we have other laser noises in the the Ben Burt library of sound effects. You did not have to go, um, what do we got here? Like, you have it all. Like, this was from Fox. It's all officially licensed. Why did we choose this? Oh, my God. Like, oh, it, it was just so frustrating because you're like, no. And it, you think might as well just use the lightsaber sound <laughs> just to piss people off. Right? Also, I'm pretty sure any other time a rock is present in the Star Wars universe, we use the fucking force. Well, he doesn't have the force. Yes, but this was a perfect opportunity to introduce a little bit of mysticism like that. Yeah. Right? Like, like ooh, this might be another Believe Jedi. in yourself. Yeah, yeah right? Anything like that. A jetty. <laughs> I love them jetties. A GD. <laughs> A GD. A GD and a lamp. Oh my God. Um, and the rock blows up. He rock, shoots it and it blows yeah. up. And then they go inside, and immediately they're like, the little ones have to stay here. And I'm like, yeah. well, why did you bring them in the first place? I know. It's like, well, she's too small. Don't let her continue. You can only die if you're above the age of 10. <laughs> right. So, um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Poor Chukachaka was 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if they're like in like dog years? They're like oh, the teddy bears. <laughs> that would actually make sense though. God, kind so of. so old. Right? So. um, They carry on. Yeah. They carry on. They go up these giant like giant Oh, the giant steps. giant steps. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, that was cool. And then they hit this chasm. Yeah. That has a jungle gym. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's clearly a spider web uh, that is made out of ropes that a human being could climb on if yeah. they needed to. Um, uh, yes, are all space spiders like structural? Uh, there's too many s's in there. Structural <laughs> engineers. <laughs> they. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Are they all, like, really well-versed in playground equipment? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, like, it was built so, like, nicely convenient. Like, well, well I'll uh, make my web so humans can walk across. Just well, they're overcompensating for the fact that they're just spirit Halloween store spiders. <laughs> yeah. My family yeah. actually has three of these. <laughs> for holidays, for yeah. Halloween and Christmas. Yeah, because as they We're go a across. spider family. <laughs> Yeah. As each one goes across, the giant spider that is clearly the worst puppet I've ever oh, seen. Oh, the stupidest thing. Yeah. Uh, tries to attack them. but Well, first they go across. A tinier, like a small oh, version yeah. of a spider starts to attack. And they're like, and it's like cool. We got that one out of there. Do spiders scream? I always like anytime an I'm insect. Glad they don't. Every time an insect screams in a movie, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, Mace goes across. I got it right that time. Aren't you proud? Mm -hmm. Uh, he goes across. He's fine. He's like, come on. I did it. You all can too. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you know, that's cause you're white. Uh, that's literally the, <laughs> <laughs> 
everything wrong with America right now is one white person saying, I did it, you can too. I'm and white. everyone else being We're like, bears. Like, <laughs> um so like one bear starts going across, one Ewok, and then they're like, Ah, spider and Mace shoots it and he's like, I got it, we're good. Oh, he so stabs then, it, doesn't he? Or just kinda of like pushes it out of the way and it falls I down. He shot it with his blaster. No. Mm mm. So, once again, the eternal question. <laughs> yeah, why do you have your blaster? No, did he shoot or didn't he? Oh. Did he shoot first or not? Did Mace shoot first? <laughs> it's never been a question. <laughs> He's the only one shooting see, in this movie. See, I know <laughs> Star Wars jokes. I know those things. I thought he, sh- he Mace, shot second. Mace shot first, second, and third yeah. in this movie. And uh, then Mom once. <laughs> He shot his mom. No, mom That's in shoots. The sequel. Oh, mom when shoots. Crazy. Mom shoots the weird rope-like laser at yeah. the end. Uh. Okay. Um. Yeah. So basically, whatever happens, the tiny spider falls, and they're like, "Cool, we can get across now." And then, so our final bear is coming across. Um. And is this Wicket? <laughs> final bear. No, Wicket's left behind with Sindel. Okay. Well, what bear is doing handstands? Oh yeah, they're entertaining with handstands, and they're like, "Look at our little furry butts." And Which that's, that's intercut. Yeah. That was intercutting between the yeah. spider scene. Is well, Ewoks doing handstands. Yeah. So the final Ewok is going across, and like a larger spider starts to come down, and it's like about to eat him. But mm-hmm. then we get Granny, Granny Ewok kink. with her magical stick, Kink. Yeah, yeah. Kinky Bear. <laughs> kink. um, so Kinky Bear points her wand at the spider, and is mm-hmm. like. You shall not pass. Yep, that's good. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm praising out you. On this I'm like, yay! You're like, you know, you nerd things because I actually. Can't I don't even stand. like that movie. I hate Lord of the god. Rings. God, and that's what this movie was. Oh, it was. <laughs> oh my god, it really was because I actually read the book for The mm-hmm. Hobbit, and this this yeah, stuff takes the place. spiders in The Hobbit yeah. too. Yeah, with Sting and. Yeah. Wow, for hating that, we knew a lot about it. Well, because I because I actually genuinely loved the like seventy seven cartoon, The Hobbit. That one's and not the bad. Lord of the Ring. Yeah. Except for like all the the like because we we've made fun of it before on like My Bloody Valentine of yeah. like the folk music in it. Like, oh yeah. The tale of the Hobbit was told this well, day. That's kinda, but that's more true to the Hobbit, right? Because I mean, it should have been in yeah. this movie. Ewoks oh, were marching no. and marching away. There's a stupid little Ewok fan with a guitar that's somehow <laughs> larger than the Ewok. Ugh, and they try and sell it as a cello. I can already see it now. Um, <laughs> anyway. He was caught underwater. Yeah. He was drowning and gasping. So, um, Kink, she <laughs> she uses her laser to Dr. Doolittle the spider and have it fall in the chasm. Why is it Dr. Doolittle? Because it's controlling an animal. Oh. Oh, two doctor. I I thought you said the doc, the, the spider's name was Doctor Doolittle. Sorry. Oh, sorry, I was like, no. it looks like original Doctor Doolittle animatronics. Yeah, right. Um, this is a push no, me pull you. She Doctor Doolittle's. Got it. The spider. Yeah, she basically the the wand turns green. His eyes the turn wand green. Makes the wizard. Yeah. The wizard <laughs> makes the spider green. Got it. And yeah. uh, the spider uh, backs off. And this is from the House of Spindlin. Throws it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So it, it it just pauses the spider. the The bear makes it across, but right. then the spider starts coming towards them. And then Chukatrak is like, "Fuck this!" and like cuts yeah. down the the the, the web. Right? <laughs> yeah. But like, then I'm like, ass. "Hmm, I wonder if you guys are gonna need to cross that later." Yeah. To get back home, like, what if the, the that was the only way out? Yeah. They're like, "We'll use the fucking front door." So spider falls, but then we flash back to um his sister Sindel. Sindel, Wicket. 
and uh, Weechi. And a spider attacks are them, there. but luckily they're smart and they kill the spider. Yeah. They're he, like, eh, I got this. Wicked straight up takes a knife and is I like, know. just jabs it into the am- abdomen and that's it. Amdabam. Amdabam. And um, so now we see that the Gorax, the giant monster that kidnapped the parents, uh, has them in a pet cage uh, yeah. suspended in the ceiling. And this it's is maybe I would say like 10, 15 feet off the ground. So you could jump from there. You might hurt your ankle, but like you could make it out. And the holes in this cage, the parents can yeah. fit through. They so could I have don't escaped know why the numerous like, times. Oh, no, we can't get out. Yeah, because this is like this is like when a monster makes a cage out of bamboo sticks because that's what it is. Yeah. Right. Like giant tree bamboo I sticks with bones. It it doesn't matter though because bones bamboo. Right. It's the fact that like you can get through it because he made yeah. it the holes too big, right? So that's what I've been told before too. Yeah, <laughs> I can get through it. Don't worry, you made it big. The holes enough. too big. Don't yeah. worry. And I'm like, um, too tiny. What is the Gorax? Um, he does look a familiar. Pit a pig Chewbacca like thing no um he does I'm look familiar think, like something with big ears uh or a big mouth he but he's got like it's long like, flowy hair like meatloaf okay <laughs> like, so it's like if someone was like hey can you describe to me an ape and someone was like, uh, they look kind of human, but their eyes are bigger. Their ears are bigger. They got more skin on their face, but like hair everywhere else. It's like a lot of hair. It's like what this yeah, thing is. Right? It's like someone that's never seen an ape trying to design an ape after being told what an ape right. is. And are there more Goraxes on the planet? Because once again pretty sure the empire would not have taken this planet if there was things like this around does each gorak build their own stone mountain yeah <laughs> right i was like was that a yeah to my question how did you know that <laughs> yeah, yeah they do they do <laughs> right and i'm like oh, in fuck. the desert forest moon of endor <laughs> did you say desert i mean do i have to go <laughs> desert <laughs> yeah you know how i pick everything Fuck you apart. jared Thank you, John Nathan. <laughs> that doesn't work. I know. <laughs> You're like, damn it. Anywho. Right. So, we're at the end here. Yeah. Okay. Luckily. I know, right? Um, Whittle distracts the Gorax. Just a Whittle. Just a Whittle. <laughs> He's just a Whittle Ewok. And. <laughs> Jared's dying off of this one. God, just because they're so cute. That's like it's just a widow. It's Ewok. just a widow. My name's Widow Warwick. I think the only thing cuter in the Star Wars universe are those things that you don't see the face of. You just see like the little red eyes. Oh, Jawas. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not adorable at all, but they are to me because I'm like, ooh, mystery. I know, right? Maybe he's cute under there. Like I see a torso, <laughs> like a headless torso on Grinder, and I'm like, maybe he's cute underneath. I'm I think like, there's a, me. I think there's an actual like, like artist like joking like, uh, can, uh, oh, rep- like they're represent- all faces. Re- representation of how ugly they are underneath the black like wrappings, yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, right? So, um. Then Whittle distracts the Gorax. Meanwhile, Mace and the Ewoks form a catapult out of the Gorax's axe 
to launch Mace up into the cage to drop a rope down. Okay, so, and then hold on, and then okay, and then yeah. the Ewoks climb up. Tukachuk climbs up, and another Ewok. Mm-hmm. So, so that then everybody can climb back down. Does no one know how to tie knots? <laughs> I. I don't know because I okay. I or, actually replayed this scene because it drove me insane. They they don't just like throw the rope up and let the parents tie it off somewhere okay, and climb so down. So it's not even shown that Mace has the rope. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, did the rope was the rope in the cage the whole time, or was the rope theirs? I'm gonna say that the producers of this movie weren't stupid enough to be like the rope was in the cage. Right. Yeah. Let's say that Mace had it but like i was it too tall and it kept falling down and they were like we need somebody to go up with it but then even if one person goes up with the rope to attach it right and then the three of them climb down why did two other ewoks go up yeah just to go back down so we could have a moment because they all get down and then one ewok i believe it's um wicket no it's not wicket because he's no. back with girl yeah, yeah who is the one ewok that's climbing down at the last moment uh probably Deej Deej okay so Deej is like climbing down the rope and like the cage is starting to break but like the giant's coming back and I expected like I thought it would have been like 10 times funnier what does happen that like the dad's holding the rope and the Ewok like as it's breaking the the cage breaks and the Ewok falls and the dad kind of catches him but this is while, like, they clearly see the giant running towards them. I thought it would have been, like, funnier and, like, more classic if the dad pulled on the rope to break it and then caught the Ewok to be like, I had to pull you down. I'm sorry. Like, I thought that would have been, like, better, like, better scenario. Yeah. Um. Instead, it's just kind of like, oh, no, the guy's coming. Can you hurry up? And then it breaks and he manages to catch him. Yeah. So Ewok so now, falls, they bolt. Yeah, the Gorax um, sees them all escaping and starts yeah. to follow them. Um, at this point, Mace releases the fairy, the light fairy from the previous scene, because which he's it, now named. Yes. Yeah, He's like, go, fly, Isarena, fly. And you're like, what? When did you name it? Two, why is it doing your bidding? Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, I don't understand, right? So, like, the, the little Tinkerbell is flying around, distracting the Gorax, getting well, it its hungry, way. she's hungry, so she's trying to take Yeah, one. I know. <laughs> he she's starves really going me! For it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, at, at this point, Chukachok is also, um, like... Using his axe to stab the Korax's feet. Yeah. Um, right? So they're at the edge of the chasm mm-hmm. with the spider. The, the rest of the family is. The yeah. Gorax and the Tukatruck are at the top of the stairs. Yes. And uh, Tukatruck probably has got this because he's gotten everything else, right? And then Mace shows up like a jackass, releases Isarina, the fairy, right? Which makes the Gorax, like, panic and... Uh, Basically, run into a bunch of stalactites that call, that fall on him and Tukatrak. So Mace kills Tukatrak. Yeah, right. Because uh, then they have this scene where he's like, "Don't die!" And Tukatrak's like, basically, without saying it in English, he's like, "Take, take my axe, oh, jackass!" Yeah. Right. And he's like, "No, 
this is your ex. You're going to need your ex. And you're like, uh, no, he's not because he's going to die. And two, this scene sucks. It sucks. It's like, it, it's not emotional. It's not fun because, like, they haven't had an interaction other than, like, oh, I beat you with axe throwing that shows that, like, they were, like, a little bit of rivals that then became friends or even. Like, who fucking cares? Yeah. Like, oh, don't die, racist <laughs> Ewok. Um, but he dies. And Mace takes his axe, and then the Gorax goes down the stairs. He's still being, like, like I don't know, distracted by the fairy. And then Mom, Dad, and the rest of the Ewoks decide to uh, trip him with the rope. Now... Once again, the movie has forgotten that we've seen Ewoks try to trip things with ropes before. In Return of the Jedi, they try to trip yeah. a chicken walker or an ATST with one, to and they fair, just get dragged across the forest. To be fair, that wasn't that two Ewoks holding the rope in that movie. Yeah, no, there was it was it was a bunch. Well, Ewoks holding it rather than something that's planted into the ground. When is this? This is not planted in the ground either. They tie it off to a rock, and everyone goes over to the other side to hold it. I'm still saying no. I'm sorry. Like, well, also, it's a machine compared to like a giant. Like, but it's a giant. This thing is bigger than the ATS. The giant's not paying attention. <laughs> That's your defense. Yeah. I Why are you defending this? Because you're defending it on your side. Because it's it's freaking stupid. I know yeah. you're playing devil's advocate, but that's stupid. Like I'm sorry. I could have. I went with it. This 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 creature would have even if they held on for dear life, it would have taken the rope and taken them all with them and just threw them in the chasm. Movie I think over. It would have tripped. It would have also pulled some other people. But that's also why whenever you see people like tripping things, they go around an object so that object can start to like kind of pull on sure. that before it pulls. Them. Yeah, we know ropes. Um, <laughs> we don't know. Um, not a, no, I'm not, not a ropeologist. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the I don't know my Ewokiology. Ugulax. What's his name? Gorax. Gorax. Oogalax, Oogalax. It's a it's a faction. Mm -hmm. It's a different breed. Yeah, um, they're just shorter. Um, Mostly boar, not yeah. pig. And uh, he falls, but his like head is dangling off the chasm. But his uh -huh. body's there, and he's like, "Wow, what?" And then we've got um, so Kinky. mom. Yeah, mom takes Mace's gun. I thought it was Kinks. Huh? No, mom. What does she do? Yeah. She takes Mace's gun and fires a laser at the Gorax, and it's, like, kind of, like, half jism goes out. Yeah. Like, just, like... Uh, oh, it's the lazy beam. Yeah. <laughs> lazy beam. That's a great... It's, like, a it's like a rope laser. Like, yeah. I'm a laser. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> right? And I'm, like, how many settings yeah. does this one gun have? Right, which also just looks like a normal gun. It doesn't yeah. even very very much look like a Star Wars gun. Um, but then, yeah, she basically sets it to uh, the curly fry option. Huh. And, Spaghetti noodle. Um, meanwhile, during this whole thing, did you notice that Mom and Dad have yet to ask about Sindel? Yeah, but they, I mean, there wasn't even a throwaway yeah. line to be like, "Where's Sindel?" Yeah. Nothing. They're like, thank God you're here, Mace. All right, let's get out of here. They just assume she's going to be okay because she has her workout tape empire. 
<laughs> that was the real empire that struck back. They're okay. Like, now we're going to blast those glutes. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> right? Left step, right step. Come on. Kick it higher, ladies. Come on. Come on. Use the force. Yeah. You force can... those buns into high <laughs> gear. Uh, <laughs> so you too can have yeah. Jedi rocking abs. The the rope laser doesn't do the job. Nope. Entirely. No. Nope. And then we've got Kinks. Um, she takes her magical stick. You look so confused right because now. I don't remember this. So go to drop the stalactite. Okay. Yeah. Or stalagmite, because I can never remember the Because this is the part where I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. this is this is a big problem with um, bad movies, uh, uh, movies and and lore and things Star Wars that happen after the first three. Yeah, uh, we start adding like weird mysticism stuff and like what is and what isn't the Force, right? And this is another example where it's like you use the the staff mysticism wise to like drop a stalactite and it's like in any other given thing you would go oh she's like force sensitive but nope not here she's a shaman mysticism and you're like that's not this world well that's that's a different world that's where you can say that this is uh this is a different instance of maybe there is force on that planet but it 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 takes a different kind of entity compared to the force on other ideas i love you because this is it's not the the, it's not the forces on this planet the force is all around you at all times that's what i'm saying but on this planet the force is seen as something that only can be oh you mean through 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 their tribe you mean yeah this is their understanding of how the force Jesus, works. You just like actually schooled like a a uh, content a point of contention for me. I'm like that's yeah. legitimate. Well, like because we don't know how the force works, how its entirety right is being, and if the we force tried is all to learn us, how it works, and Medichlorians failed us. <laughs> I don't know what that means, so I'll just I'm not a, along. I'm not a Medichloriologist. Yeah. I don't know how that but works. But the whole idea, and it's like the same thing with all of us uh, throughout the world. It's yeah, we have these uh, these um, uh, religious sure. miracles, but. Because of how we adapt to them and how we understand them, it makes it a little bit different from different things, you know? So, like, maybe for them, that's the force. But for Luke and Leia, the force is something entirely different. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's all about perception, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's a perception issue. Yeah. So, So the rock falls. It knocks the big giant into the chasm. They Mm -hmm. start to go across. But then, uh uh-oh, the giant knows how to climb. Giant climbs back up and he pokes his head over the edge of the cliff and he's like, bah. <laughs> and then um, Cecile jazzercises and kicks him in the nose and he falls in. That doesn't I don't, happen. <laughs> I know. That's what I wanted to <laughs> One happen. Sindel. Uh, Cecile. Sindel and Wicket and uh, Ouija all show up on the other side of the of the chasm and um, the Gorax tries to get them and I love her like bug out phase like, ah! Right? And then... Mace uses Chukachok's uh, axe yeah, as if he didn't it, have yeah. his own axe. 
and throws it into the back of the Gorax, and the Gorax finally falls down the chasm and um, is dead. And then everyone's reunited, and it feels so good. <laughs> and uh, now we're back at the village. Yeah. And Mace releases his uh, his kinky light partner, and he says, "I guess you have like a family somewhere too." And I'm like, "Nope, you killed them with the yeah. candle of light. The candle <laughs> ate them." <laughs> And then um, everybody's just celebrating. And then Burl Eyes just shows back up and is like, and I, I, I actually wrote the quote. He goes, reunited, the two families enjoy the simple pleasures of being together, having learned something they already knew, that courage, loyalty, and love are the strongest forces in the universe. Gay. <laughs> That was from the gay dude, so I can say it. It's gay, okay. yeah. <laughs> and gay! also, no burl, no burl. The force is literally the strongest force in the yeah. universe. Like, we, like this movie seems to forget that we've seen and love three movies prior to its its, its existence. Yeah. <laughs> like the force, more or less, yeah, brought them together. The force saved the day. Like, if you really want to be religious about it. But did it? Yeah. (laughs) So I got some pieces of um, I got some pieces of trivia for you. Okay. Uh, number one, I meant to say it earlier. Um, it's very unfortunate, but um, since between tiptoes and here, unfortunately, yeah, uh, Debbie Lee Carrington. Uh, who played one of the Ewoks in this and Return of the Jedi and its sequel? Um, um, yeah. Total Recall, Men in Black, yep, and she's all that, yeah, and Garbage Kit, Pale Kids, and Howard the Duck. Okay, I was naming good movies. No, but I'm naming <laughs> movies we're gonna do. Yeah, you know. So and um, this is recent. She just passed on March yeah. 23rd. So, uh, which is weird because when did we do Tiptoes? Oh, that was February. Yeah, because of uh, Valentine's Day, we okay. thought it was gonna be yeah. a rom com, yeah, and that did not it work was out. Just a, uh, uh. <laughs> But um, unfortunately, yeah. uh, Debbie Lee Carrington uh, has passed. So uh, I guess and we'd what like a to... great movie name! I know, right? That's very Debbie movie. Lee Carrington. Mm-hmm. That is that yeah. is that yeah. is perfect for the time that she was in Hollywood and all that, right? And she had a good run. She did. She absolutely I'm proud of her. did. I really um, like. She was great. She's amazing. So uh, we'd like to dedicate this episode and tiptoes to her. Um, as much as that's the thing is like as much as we do rag on these movies, uh, they did bring us joy and they, they brought us up. They brought us this show. So. Ewok brought me joy. Yeah. I can't say anything about tiptoes. <laughs> that that is true. Uh, also, like I said before, Tony Cox uh, was in this film. And uh, he kind of got a start with the Ewok movies and yeah. uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, uh, things The Ewok language was based on uh, Tibetan language. Oh. Right? People are like, where do people not go that won't recognize this? Yeah. Ah, Tibet. Um, so the Ewok Adventure, uh, for those who are California local, uh, want to check it out. The Ewok Adventure was shot entirely in Marin County, which is also home of the Skywalker Ranch. Oh, Marin County. Mm-hmm. If anyone uh, listens to um, My Favorite Murder, that's mm-hmm. where uh, Karen Kilgariff is from. Nice. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's one of my favorite podcasts. So, so. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we have to have fa- other yeah. favorites other than ours. I can't only love my own voice. That's I know, too much right? work. So, like, much of the action was shot five miles from Skywalker Ranch in a public parkland called Roy's Redwoods. I don't know why that's, like, hard for me to say. Roy's Redwoods. Yeah. Which I'm assuming is a okay. redwood tree forest. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's a space that contains 300-year-old sequoias. Oh, and the it's sequ- the, okay. the oil. The, oh God. The oil. The oldest in the area. Okay. Um, 300 year old for a sequoia isn't actually that old. A sequoia same. usually is about 2,400, okay. 4,000 years. Nice. Um, so, but it's in California. The oldest in the area. Yeah. You know, in the area. But um, so if you're trying to recreate your Return of the Jedi and uh, yeah. Ewok adventure moments, that's, uh, we should go. Maybe, yeah. You know, we'll maybe. See. I don't, I don't know if I can handle a vacation with you yet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Right. Um, and though this was made for TV, it actually got a short theatrical run in Germany, Mexico, Australia, and New Zealand. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the movie took six weeks to film. A reshooting took an additional week. And a dubbing procedure took two weeks. So the movie in itself took nine weeks to complete well, altogether. And it shows. I, was about to go, I, thought, I knew it you were really going to do it. It really doesn't show at all. <laughs> It doesn't show at all. I know. <laughs> it doesn't show at all. Like, just repeat it 10,000 times like the movie did. Um, I know, right? Uh, according to the interactive CD-ROM, uh, Star Wars Behind the Magic, <laughs> back in the day, interactive CD-ROM, I know, right? No, I had a few Pokemon ones. Um, and Magic School Bus, and I was a gay child. It tries to confirm that Sindel was born before the Battle of Endor, and her family crashed on Endor prior to Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. So, before the magic says that it was prior to Jedi. Now, there are other people in Lucasfilm that said it's after Jedi. Well, we it's need not to... canon, so we don't even care. Right, but we need to make a ruling on this. I want to say that it's prior to Jedi and the Empire wiped out everything, but, like, I guess we're, like... Fuck it, the Ewoks are harmless. Like we don't have, we don't need to take care of them. I think it's before Star Wars even came there. You think it's like before, like even a New Hope? Yeah. Okay, and then the rest of the stuff other than Ewoks just died off. Yeah. Okay, I'm cool with it. Well, wait, died off? Ewoks are still in the Star Wars movies, thing. right? But no other race that's seen oh. in this film or the next film well, I just don't is think on that, this planet. Like, I think whenever like all of the stormtroopers and stuff came in, they were so loud and boisterous that they actually didn't give them that's any That's what I'm saying. They terraformed they the like, entire Ugh. planet. They just basically but not like, even Hold on. Brrr. Not even terraformed. They didn't kill everything they saw in front of them. Like All the animals on the planet were just like, whoa, that's loud. Get away from it. Okay. Because they had some except sort of smarts about them. Except for giant boar beasts and goraxes. Yeah, we can kill goraxes. That's fine. <laughs> um, do we have any fun reviews? Um, we do, but I did. I had I had one alternate tagline. Oh, you ready? Do it. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> That's the whole movie. <laughs> I get it. I don't love it. All right, fuck you. I know. All right. So it's about our friendship. I know. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, there was one other piece of trivia. There were alternate scenes. Okay. Uh, there were some alterations and cuts. First, Mace was supposed to have his arm caught in a man-eating flower. But Jumanji beat him to it. <laughs> yeah, right? Just but kidding, Jumanji. It was, was changed after. to the creature in the tree that bit his arm. Second, 
at the end of the movie, Mace sees uh, Isarina, which is the glowing firefly, says goodbye, and then it snows. <laughs> okay. What a, like, uh, weird, like... <laughs> Like a, and like Sindel some sort and the like Ewoks are supposed to dance in the snow. Moment it says. in New York. Like I feel like that's something like a New York movie of like a home, like a Home Alone movie would mm-hmm. do that. That yeah. sounds right, right? Da, 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 da. Like he's <laughs> like, I guess I'll let this pigeon go that the crazy pigeon lady gave yeah. me, and he throws it away, <laughs> and the pigeon flies off. It starts na, snowing, na, but then his mom walks na, up. I really love that na, movie. Na, 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 na. I actually like. I'm gonna go on record as saying I like two more than two one. Two is better than one. Oh yeah. It's one hundred percent. Because like we He's know He's got a thing on the fly. Also, we know what to expect. Like it's the it's yeah. not this whole building thing. It's like we know what's up, we know what's yeah. going on, and it makes way more sense that this house is in deconstruction and like yeah. he could like find things but that could work. The best line out of all the movies Sorry, Home Alone you No, know, The best line out of all the Home Alone movies was in Home Alone One. Okay. Do you know what it is? No. Buzz. Your girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> Woof. Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. Alter, it was supposed uh, yeah. to snow like it was Christmas, I guess. Stupid. Which is interesting because this movie did come out. Uh, it was released November 25th, 1984. So maybe they were going. Yeah. And originally the title was supposed to be an Ewok Christmas special. Like okay, something like yeah. our Ewok holiday special but isn't the to other go Star with the Wars, Star Wars yeah. holiday special. Okay, there it is. Yeah. yeah. No, they were trying. They were trying yeah. again to go for it. I was like, what? Why? Yeah. Okay. So we seem to think that this movie did not live up to expectations, but there's a lot of people out there who oh, seem to. Oh, I had to... expectations. It lived up to them. <laughs> I, it did not disappoint in disappointing me. But some yeah. people seem to absolutely love this movie. Uh, and in that segment, we call it Give Me Five. five, five Ladies five. and gentlemen, here we go. Um, in this first review... Uh, the reviewer known as Enrique. Enrique must have seen a different cut of the movie. Iglesias? Yeah, he right. might have because he's famous. So. so written by Enrique H. Uh, December 2004. Iglesias. <laughs> Iglesias. Um, I bought the DVD feeling that the nostalgia of watching this when I was nine with my little sister was worth the ten bucks. First mistake. I even joked with a couple of people at the checkout counter who remembered the movies, about how we all liked it as kids. Who remembered it? I did. I didn't, I didn't, your I didn't, problem. I didn't actually tell eh, the audience today that I, I've seen it uh, a bunch of times as a kid. What I didn't expect was that the movie would hold up after all these years. And mind you, I haven't seen this since the mid or late 80s. A lot of movies we liked as kids age badly due to the fact that we all grow up. But I found the Ewok adventure, now called Caravan of Courage, which uh, the title <laughs> the yeah. title card shows both, um, to be just Still as there, ex- dude. yeah to be just as exciting, fun, and charming at 29 as I found the film when I first saw it 20 or so years ago when it debuted. I think that's a compliment given to only the very best of films. There is some, not all, stop-motion animation special effects that have aged to be sure, 
but that is to be expected of a film uh, that is made for television with a decidedly less expensive budget than the actual Star Wars films. Most of the time, I was impressed that the Star Wars magic extended beyond the big screen and into a TV movie. When Return of the Jedi came out, I was like a lot of other hardcore Star Wars fans. I didn't like the seemingly overused furry cute, uh, cute creatures. I just wanted more Han Solo and Darth Vader and lightsaber battles. I've lightened up on the little guys, but I don't think hardcore Star Wars fans have anything to fear, though. I found the Ewoks to be even more endearing, brave, and charming in their own adventures, which play off as a kind of Goonies Star Wars style. Above all, I recommend this movie to anyone because of those who that are, uh, because it's one of those special films, like the original Star Wars movies themselves. That entertains adults and kids alike. The film has great characters, has a very fast pace, wrong, <laughs> and has a good story and is nicely acted. In other words, it's a winner. And for 10 bucks, I don't know that I ever spent 10 bucks as well as I did when I picked up this DVD, which also features the sequel that I can now see for the first time. Definitely worth watching and buying 10 stars. God. Okay, I think that guy was just a nerd that wanted to be heard. You know, he wanted his own voice out there. Yeah. Um Yeah, that this one uh let's say ran long. <laughs> yeah, sorry. This is a bit gracious of an episode, and that's just because uh Jonathan is a bit of a lover of Star Wars. That is true. Um uh, I have two more. They're very short, so uh but they're great. No. Um so, I'll title this one the saddest review oh. ever. <laughs> uh, uh, titled "The Ewok Adventure," written by Amazon customer. So they 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 made their name anonymous, yeah. right? Written March second, two thousand three. He writes, "This film was my friend during a very lonely childhood. Oh, how I wanted to go live on the moon of Endor. The special effects are great, and the cast is fun." Chukachok rules. A nerd in New York <laughs> is what that reads as. <laughs> I wanted forests and I have buildings. Oh, and then to finish it out for the day, this might be the best review ever. Uh, Titled Classic, written by Steve Saul, January 2003. A multi layered Exploration of Ewok life using the search for parents as a metaphor for the loss of comfort in a cold, unblinking universe. Once we have explored the class infrastructure and mundanity of being a post-Jedi Ewok with little or no cause to fight for after the Rebellion's ultimate victory, the subtext remains clear. As soon as the kids, a little older, a little wiser, realize they have found their parents, they realize a hard-earned truth. People think you're complete nerds if you hang out with your teddy bears after a certain age. Lucas tells it like it is, and that's why kids and adults love him so. Ten stars. <laughs> I'm not quite sure where this guy thinks that the Ewok adventure was supposed to be about. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a little little blatant. Yeah, 
and he's also under the understanding that this came after Jedi, and then basically telling you to grow up, but he watched this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's uh give yeah. me five for the week. Um did you have any W's? Um actually if you if you just want like a kind of cute movie or whatever to like play in the background, like it's actually it's not bad. It like it has like its moments. It, it like uh, I will say like it is bad. It's not great. Mm-hmm. But if you the want the sequel's to... worse. I'm gonna spoil alert, folks. Um, everything that you saw that you thought mattered doesn't, doesn't because oh, in the crap. first five minutes, everybody but Sindel dies in the sequel. Oh, Sindel <laughs> is the love daughter? it when that happens. This is the Alien Three of Alien movies. Wait, the parents and the son die. All of them. Okay, cool. In the beginning battle of Endor. I'm in it. I love Sindel. That's okay. <laughs> right? Um, and she's still, she's still got her headband. Yeah, good. Well, good, I look good. forward to it. No, um, uh, watch it if you want to like hang out with some teddy bears. I'd say um, for those- It's like a Care Bear movie in space. Right. For those who are super diehard Star Wars fans and need to like basically experience everything that there is to offer, including like the holiday special- Don't watch it. No, 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 watch it. Like, uh, just because, like, there is, it's written by Lucas himself, and yeah. it it has the official costumes, the official sets, and uh, all the returning actors from Return of the Jedi reprising their Ewok roles. So, if you're looking for something that, like, deep-seated with Star Wars and then lost its way, like, in production, like, see it. Other than that, like... Uh, I guess kids would be kind of enamored with it. I was as a kid. I definitely was, and I don't know why now. Uh, so that just about does it for us here at Bombs Away. Um, uh, if you had a difference of opinion, if you want to tell us, uh, if you want to straight up set the record straight, God, please somebody do on do on where you think this falls before Jedi, after Jedi. We still don't have the answers. Uh, so please write to us. Uh, you can contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Bombs Away Show. You can also write to us on a personal email, contact at bombsawayshow.com. If you're listening to us because of Starship Frida, welcome to the show. Uh, we did this expe- especially for the Starship Frida audience uh, as a space-themed event. So uh, welcome to... Uh, bombs away we hope you stay tuned we have some great things coming up in the future uh please join us on uh on the last monday of may in which we will be screening the original film carrie here at the frida cinema in downtown santa Ana with horrorbuzz.com and um horrorbuzz will be screening carrie we will be celebrating their screening with Carrie 2. Woo! The Rage. Carrie 2. The Rage. Uh, where <sighs> telekinesis can somehow grow barbed wire tattoos all around your body. That's my favorite thing from this film. Getting advanced. Um, we will also uh, join us next week for 1980s Troma Classic by Charles Kaufman, Mother's Day, to celebrate Mother's Day. Oh. And then join us for the week after as we have director Jake Lloyd coming on the show to celebrate uh, the 1989 Hulk Hogan classic, No Holds Bar. Not No Holds Bar. <laughs> Whoops. Uh yeah that's the, that we'll get to that joke. 
Um, so that's it. That's everything coming the, from the show. Uh, we have a huge summer planned for you, and we hope that you uh, stay tuned. Uh, for Bombs Away, my name is Jonathan. I'm Jarrett. And... May the force be with you. That's that's Ewokian for May the Force. Happy May the Fourth, guys. Bye. Hey, this is Jarrett with the Bombs Away podcast, and we are here in the Frida Cinema recording our podcast. So the Frida Cinema is a program of the Long Beach Cinematique, and it's located here in Santa Ana in Southern California. It serves the neighboring communities, and it is a non-profit art house cinema dedicated to enriching, connecting, and educating communities through the art of cinema. It's here to entertain, and that's why the entertainment industry exists. So what they show on these screens is pretty amazing. They have things such as the director series, and it features directors such as Martin Scorsese, Mel Brooks and Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman, if you didn't know, did The Toxic Avengers and The Class of Newcomb High. They also have something called Friday Night Freakouts, and this is presented by OC Weekly. It has films that are among the horror or sci-fi kind of genre. They've done films such as Lost Boys, Hackers, and The Room. They've also featured anime like Your Name and Akira. Some other things they do are double features. They've done things such as Hot Fuzz mixed with Shaun of the Dead, which is actually two pretty good films. They also show a lot of cool things among the lines of indie films. They have The Void, which is currently on Netflix, and they also have had Academy Award-winning films such as Best Film winner Moonlight, which I think is pretty awesome that it showed in this space before it actually went up. If you want more information about Showtime's location and everything film and entertainment related to the Frida Cinema, you can go to www.thefridacinema.org. You can also follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefridacinema, and on Instagram and Twitter at thefridacinema. The Frida Cinema. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment. Executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? (laughs) 